Eagle Brand Cigarettes, the mildest, smoothest brand of smoking tobacco in the land, brings you Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Caught as a hostage during the robbery of her charity ball, Barbara Wilson is unable to manipulate the mind of the gang's leader and is faced with having to reveal her powers in front of Hidden Harbor's elite, including the deputy mayor, who is in imminent peril. How will Barbara save her guests from these dastardly bandits? We'll find out in a moment. But first... Friends, when you're out for a night on the town, don't you wish everyone around you smoked a smooth, satisfying brand? Eagle cigarettes contain a unique tobacco blend that is always inviting, always delighting to you and those around you. So don't pay more for tobacco that will put your friends at arm's length. Smoke Eagle cigarettes, and you'll always be the center of attention. Eagle Brand is proud to bring you tonight's chapter of Hidden Harbor Mysteries, entitled, A Matter of the Mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Deputy Mayor is right. It is very rude of us to come here waving our guns around, which is why we are conducting ourselves politely and professionally to assure you that we are not madmen. However, I cannot tolerate irrational men who are out of their depth. No, don't! Everyone, stay calm, please. That's right, Mr. Deputy Mayor. That was a warning shot. You didn't deserve it, but we're not here to kill. We are here for... The lights! Everyone, stay where you are. Just stay calm, please. What's going on? I can't see anyone. Get those lights back on! Get... Now just lay there and bleed, mister, or I'll shut your lights out for good. Look above you, enemies of justice. What is that? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Look upon me. See your own soul. See what you truly are. Look upon your fate when the end of life comes to you. As the specter of doom circles above them, glowing in the light of judgment, other figures take action, throwing open the doors to the museum and escorting guests to safety. Men and women with guns fall silent, staring into the eyes of the spirit. Some, unable to cope with the truth about themselves, fall dead away. Others, terrified by what lurks in their hearts, flee the museum, screaming in terror of their own souls. Meanwhile, in the part of Hidden Harbor between the bright lights of Uptown and the long shadows of Downtown, sits the Al Rene Building, home to Club Penumbra, where dark desires of the rich mingle with the bright aspirations of the poor under the spotlights and over the candlelit table of its grand ballroom. This night, among the many chambers and offices of Club Penumbra, we find one Mr. Greenstreet, a grossly large, balding man lounging behind a table for one set with the remains of enough food for four. 
As he surveys the table for any sign of a plate or morsel he's overlooked, his unconventional dessert arrives. Mr. Greenstreet, the Roshenkos are here. <laughs> Excellent, Sandra. Please show them in. Hello again, Mr. and Mrs. Rosenko. Thank you for coming. Pardon me for not getting up, please. Join me. Thank you for seeing us, Mr. Greenstreet. Of course. We have business to conclude, do we not? Can I get either of you anything? Wine, tea? No, thank you. We've come about your offer. Of course, you look lovely this evening, Mrs. Rosenko. May I call you Mishka? Yes. So nice. Well, you've come to a decision, I suspect. We seem to have no choice. Since we spoke last, we received a visit from the Homeland Guard. We were interviewed and told that our family back in Russia is part of the Soviet bloc party. Because of this, we may be sent to an internment camp in Nevada. Perhaps for the length of the war. Ghastly. You have no communist ties, I've checked. I tried to tell them this, but it was all I could do to avoid arrest. I had to bribe the local watch commander not to take us away, to give us time to secure papers from your government to prove this. But we are still under surveillance. You... you didn't lead them here, did you? No, no, we were able to escape Poland and elude the KGB. I am confident we eluded the volunteer watch. How telling. So, you wish to escape and return to Europe? It seems we have no chance of enjoying the freedom of America any longer, Mr. Greenstreet. The war may continue on for many more years. Mishka and I simply want a chance to live and work and raise a family. Is that your desire as well, Mishka? Of course. And how long have the two of you been married? Three years. Ah, the fires of passion must still burn bright within you both. I presume this makes my proposal a more difficult one for you? Yes. Yes, it does. I love my wife very much, Mr. Greenstreet. Be that as it may, let me restate the terms one last time. I will arrange for the two of you to exit the country. You will arrive in northern Greece and be led by caravan to your destination. Now, in exchange for your complicated egress, Miss Rosenko will spend 24 hours as my servant and tend to my needs. From your expression, Mr. Rosenko, you still have reservations? I understand. Mishka is quite beautiful. I just wish your terms were not so... So... Oh, I understand. But understand my position. I am taking a great risk here. I could be charged with treason. At best, I might just lose my whole empire of businesses. I think if I'm to risk so much for you, for the little money you've offered, I should enter that risk, having known the exquisite charms of a woman like Mishka. <laughs> Mishka, either you are very fascinated by my Persian carpet, or you are still undecided regarding this venture. What say you of this bargain? Better I give one night to you 
than my life to a prison. Mishka elegantly said, and an excellent way of seeing things. Are you sure, my love? Y yes, dearest. <sighs> yes. Sandra. Yes, Mr. Greenstreet. <laughs> Send in Mr. Klaus, please. At once, sir. When do you wish? Uh, I mean, when? There is no gratification like the instant kind, Mr. Rosenko. Besides, if you were paid a visit from Homeland Guard, your sudden escape from surveillance no doubt puts you in grave peril. Mr. Klaus here will escort you to our offices and occupy your mind with preparations for your journey. I'm not one for long goodbyes, so... Das Vidanya, Shazlevava Puti. Goodbye, my love. Goodbye, Sasha. I love you. Now, hmm, what sacrifice you've made for love, Mishka? What shall I do now? Now, we drink. I, I do not drink. You will tonight. Come, sit by me. There. You are quite beautiful, and I mean in the classic definition, a wonderful example of the Greek concept of perfect proportion. Please, sample the wine. I insist. It is delightful, I assure you. I am flattered. I'm sure it is something you hear often, and your physique. Perhaps I would have you dance for me. Of course. Hmm. This is unusual. Quite good, actually. It is a sweet wine, but I find the texture appealing. Such exquisite features you have. Sasha is a lucky man. Please, I don't wish to discuss him. Honestly, it breaks my heart what he is feeling. Of course. I am sure his heart is breaking about now as well. But let's continue to talk about you, my dear, and what you will do for me. Dance, of course. I will. I feel strange. I... Relax, sweet Mishka. It is your nerves, the strain of the day, perhaps. You will be perfectly fine. Listen to my voice. Can you hear me, my dear? Of course I can. I... This is strange. You've poisoned me. No, my dear, I've collared you. I can tell that you wish to lash out at me, but you cannot. You will not. Very good. What is wrong with me? I am frightened. Our house red comes from the mistress's personal vineyard. She calls it Venom de la Vigne, the venom of the vine. It provides a euphoric experience, but leaves one open to suggestions. I have to confess now, Mishka, I led you here under false pretenses. What? And I am sorry that I was the one to set the Homeland Guard on your scent. I needed you to come to a decision, my dear. A man in my position must know if he is being set up, and I thought you might be playing me. But I realized... You were playing Sasha as well. 
What? Oh, come now, my dear. You didn't escape Russia so easily. Your husband can barely elude my own men keeping a loose tail on him. You are heading back to Mother Russia for a reason, and certainly not to raise a family. Why would you say all this? Oh, you sweet, delectable onion. So many layers to you. I wonder... Would you truly have surrendered yourself to my attentions? Or would you have slit my neck, as you have so many others? Ah, oh, that's my secret entrance, dear. I would love to have you in my little circle of affection, but you're more valuable to someone I like much more. You can take comfort in knowing that the touch of your true master is much more agreeable than mine. Rather, your mistress. Rise when the mistress enters, Mishka. <laughs> Very good. Mistress, your venom appears to be working. And you? Are you so grotesquely obese that you cannot stand for your mistress, Mr. Greenstreet? I am standing in my heart, mistress. Gluttonous swine. Mishka Rozhenko. If Mr. Greenstreet had overstated your beauty, I would have had him flogged. But he is not. He was incorrect, however, when he commanded you to rise. I am mistress above all penumbra. For me, you kneel. Very good. What do you want of me? Why, I want all of you. And I have you. To my right is Talon. You will address her as mistress. She will be responsible for you. Obey her as you would me, for she is my voice when I am not present. What a Sasha. Do not ask questions. There is only Mistress Penumbra. Her empire and your service. Learn that soon and learn it well. Your husband like escape? Is but a dream now. No! No! Sasha! No, Sasha! Beloved! Oh! She struggles. Perhaps she did not have enough of the venom, Mr. Greenstreet. I expect she will be difficult to break. If she is who you claim she is, you'll have your hands full no matter how much venom de Lavinia flows through her perfect body. I believe it. Staring into those ice-cold Russian eyes. Talon, take her to her room. Prepare her. Start immediately. Do not be gentle. <laughs> Yavol, my mistress. Come, girl. Very good. This is my lash. You will come to know it still. Is it too soon to renegotiate part of my compensation, mistress? You disgusting boil. I do your bidding, mistress, because it pleases me to please you. What of the husband? There's a factory in Harborside. It processes the meat product we include in the rations sent to our soldiers overseas. Since beef is at a premium, let's say they will take whatever meat they can get. Diabolical, Mr. Greenstreet. <laughs> Thank you, mistress. Your generosity is boundless, of course. I do enjoy it when we can work together. These 
Opportunities are growing too uncommon as our mutual interests diverge. I think our mutual interests shall align again quite soon, you fat, perverted grease stain. <laughs> Excellent, mistress. Mistress Penumbra, an imposing collection of curves clad in skin-tight, snake-like skin and robed in silk, carries herself like a queen through the shadowy chambers and hallways of Club Penumbra. As she crosses the paths of those she employs, dancers and servants, singers and gangsters, they all kneel before her, averting their eyes until she is passed. There is an air of fear, but also one of desire for this dark figure. Alone, she enters a room through a heavy oak door and locks it from the inside. Before her, a great bay window overlooks the twinkling lights of Hidden Harbor and the Atlantic Ocean sparkling under a full moon beyond. Without taking notice of the sinister-looking man standing by her fireplace, she pours herself a scotch from the drink stand and stares out into her shadowy empire. What of the robbery? It did not go well. That is... unfortunate. Tell me briefly and clearly why, spare me all excuse. When the team revealed itself, it succeeded in collecting all the money from the fund and valuables from the guests. That was my lowest priority. Paying the help. Unfortunately, they were not able to take any of it from the museum. I see. What about the primary objective? We did not succeed in securing the deputy mayor or any of the council members. Did you secure anyone? No, mistress. Why not? The femme phantom. <laughs> really? The lights went out. There was gunplay, and when they came back on, half our men were down. Three are missing, including Rathborn. Rathborn should fear nothing. He should do just as I command him. Fortunately, I have taken steps to ensure that none of them will be of any risk to our operation. Yes, mistress. I have two proposals that will achieve the same objectives. So to sum up, Mr. Lucas, you failed to meet your primary, secondary, and tertiary objectives. This is how you would describe something that did not go well, is it? To my mind, that is synonymous with abject failure. They did not anticipate the femme phantom. No, but you should have. She was seen twice tonight. The neighborhood watch reported that she took on a dozen men at once, and earlier she confronted one of our men in the field. That makes twelve total appearances with increasing frequency. Mr. Lucas, I realize you are not a brilliant man, but I selected you for your ability to anticipate and address the variables, especially in light of how you hid your sins from the police for so long. Do you know what this means? I can find her, mistress. I can capture her for you. I doubt that very much. You know what needs to be done. The covenant of Malzut must be honored. But, but, mistress, I have family. So did the little boys whose lives you corrupted. I do not abide continued failure. If you cannot serve me, you have no place in my organization. You can't. You won't. I won't let you. Sad little man. 
these fingers gripping your throat can be kind and merciful. This might be the kindest touch you felt in a long time. No man lays his hands upon me unless I command it. Mr. Kozlov, please send Mr. Klaus to my office. Mr. Lucas has given notice. Have his body placed with Mr. Rishenko. Thank you, Mr. Kozlov. Femme Phantom, they call you. You're out there somewhere, and I will have you. You're too sweet a treat to be left untasted. Across town at the Getz Museum, the police have closed the crime scene and dozens of frightened guests have returned to their homes. In the middle of the night, in a dark corner of the museum's labyrinthine basement, Cat Sparrow and Casper Dixon interrogate their reluctant guest. A bloodied pale man sits under a harsh spotlight tied to an oak chair. Defiantly, he glares into the darkness, searching for his captors and any sign of the femme phantom. Robbing a charity ball. There aren't enough bedding parlors or gin joints around here to knock over? We didn't turn you over to the police, so I think you owe us some talking time, chump. I owe you nothing. But speaking of, what time is it? Time to talk. Heath the Rat Rathborn. You got a record longer than your forehead. Just got out of Denver prison in New York three weeks ago on a burglary rap. Great. You can write my eulogy. So what? What time is it, girly? Well, after midnight. What? You can't tell time? How much after midnight? Why? I got a train to catch. Just tell me. Half of your men are dead. The rest are gone. You don't owe them anything, man. Which gang sent you? Nightwatch? The People's Community Trust? The dregs? All of the above, mister. I'm betting it's nearly quarter to three. I can... I can feel it in my gut. Your gut can tell time. You're a fascinating character. Tell me more. Eh, he's biding his time. What happens at three? I said quarter till, you imbecile. The mistress has a sense of humor, she does. <laughs> you know the tune, right? It's a quarter to three. Ain't nobody in the place except you and me. <coughs> that one. The mistress? You don't look so good. She told me if I didn't make it back by quarter till, I'd have one last drink on her. <coughs> Who? Oh, what is that smell? Cleaning fluid? Look at his mouth, he's bleeding. <coughs> that woman, such a sense of humor. <coughs> That's right. One more for my baby and... <coughs> one more for the... <coughs> As their prisoner's throat and mouth fill with noxious foam, what secrets will he take with him if our heroes cannot save him? Will Barbara and her team trace this mistress to the villainous Mistress Penumbra and, in turn, businesswoman Agnes Alrene? And what of the fate of Mishka Rosenko? Tune in tomorrow as we continue... 
Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Hidden Harbor Mysteries Chapter 3, A Matter of the Mind, was written by Jay Smith and produced by Brian Lincoln, with Dave Robison as the narrator, Veronica Jaguer as Barbara Wilson, Catherine Pride as Mistress Penumbra, Laura Nicole as Cat Sparrow, James Baxter Patton as Casper Dixon, M. Sierra Garcia as Mistress Talon, Rish Outfield as Lucas, Brian Humphrey as Sasha Roshenko, Lauren Harris as Mishka Roshenko, Alex White as Greenstreet, Pat Crane as Heath Rathborn, May Rogue Sally Pax as Sandra, John Lincoln as a guest and a thug, and Brian Lincoln as a thug. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution No Derivatives 4.0 license. Closing music is Here We Go Again for the First Time by Juicy Melon Jim. This has been a Brian Lincoln production.